Welcome to another message of hope from Gateway Family Church. For more information or to contact us, please visit gateway.asn.au. I'll tell you what, this week when I was looking at those videos, I discovered there are a lot of roller coaster videos on YouTube. And they're all awesome. Uh, my name is Singe, if you don't know who I am, and I'm here to have a... Yeah. It's my name just, just brings that out of people for some reason. Um, no, just kidding. Okay, so who here loves roller coasters? Yeah, okay. Who here would uh, rather stab their eyes out with a blunt, rusty spoon than go on a roller coaster? Yeah, there's a few people here... Um, I have to admit, I have to admit, I'm, uh, I'm somewhere in between. I think I'm in like an appropriate place for like being scared of roller coasters, which is that like if I go to a theme park, I'm going on the roller coasters, but I have to convince myself. Like I'm talking to myself the whole time, like it's going to be fine, Sinjin, like you've got to go on this roller coaster, it's going to be so good, you're going to have that adrenaline hit, it's going to be really great. But like at the same time, the whole time, there's a little part of me going, this is insane, Sinjin. Don't do it. So that's where I'm at with roller coasters. And I'm sure most of the people here have been on a roller coaster in real life. And if you haven't, you should try to do that one day. Um, but, you know, we use roller coasters to talk about lots of things in life. And let's just, I'm going to jump straight into it. Like, who has ever felt like their life has been an emotional roller coaster at some point in time? We've all had that feeling just where, where we've got ups and downs, maybe we have good news and we're getting bad news at the same time and we never quite get to settle down, we never quite get to just enjoy the good things or and sometimes the bad things seem to go on for a long time and, and it's a bit, bit hard to deal with, isn't it, being on an emotional roller coaster? Now, who, if you're following, if you've been following God or trying to follow God, whoever feels like they've been on a bit of a roller coaster on their journey with God as well, like feeling a bit closer, feeling a bit further away, getting better, getting worse again bit of a roller coaster. The truth is, you know, we, we've all felt like we're on roller coasters at different times, whether it's, it's in life or in our families or with our friends or, or with our girlfriends or boyfriends or whether it's with God. We've, we've all felt like that. And I want to talk to you tonight. If you've, if you've ever felt like that or if you feel like it now, whether your year has started off incredibly or if your year has started off horribly, I'm here to tell you one thing tonight. God does not want your life to be a constant roller coaster. If you feel like there can never be peace, God wants to bring peace. If you feel like you're not good enough at this or that, God wants you to know that you're good at what he made you to be good at. If you feel like you're floating through life with no purpose, another year starting and you don't know what you're doing with your life, God wants you to know that he has a purpose for you. And not just in the distant future, but for you this year, this week even. And maybe when you hear me say those things about God and what he wants for you, they sound good. But that your experience of God is that all of those things, those promises, are on the other side of a bunch of hoops that you need to jump through. Challenges, things you need to change about your life, things you need to get over before you feel like you can actually be close to God and take advantage of those promises that he has for you. 
If you feel like that, like you can't possibly jump through the right hoops, you can't possibly be good enough, you can't possibly meet the standards that you think you need to meet, or maybe you haven't even made the jump to following God in the first place. Let me tell you, I have some great news for you tonight, some really great news. God is not as far away as you think he is. The Bible, which is our our handbook for knowing God more, says this. So who can separate us? What can come between us and the love of God's anointed? Can troubles, hardships, persecution, hunger, poverty, danger, even death? The answer is absolutely nothing. No matter what comes, we will always taste victory through him who loved us. For I have confidence that nothing, not death, not life, the present, the future, spiritual powers, height, depth, nor any created thing can come between us and the love of God. You may have heard that for the first time just then and find it hard to believe. You may have heard it before a million times and still be sitting here finding that hard to believe. You may have been following God forever or you may not even be following God yet. But tonight, I want to remind you of one key outcome of what Jesus has done for you. He removed the obstacles between you and God so that you don't have to live your life on a constant roller coaster. Bear with me for a couple of minutes here. Let's assume that what I've shared so far is true, even if you're not sure that it is. However you feel right now, if you just choose to follow God, there is nothing standing between you and him. You're already there. He's already standing right next to you, ready to share life with you. And there's some people here tonight who need to hear a few things, so listen up. Not reading your Bible does not mean that you're temporarily denied access to God. Not praying enough doesn't mean that you're temporarily denied access from God. Stuffing up yet again also does not deny you access from God. Even not spending time with God doesn't deny you access to God. It's just that you're not taking advantage of the opportunity. All of this is true, and what I've shared with you is true, and is backed up in Scripture, and is backed up in my own experiences. And if you want to ask me about them, I'm more than happy to talk to you about those. But for some of you who've been around church and youth for a while, you might feel like what I'm sharing tonight doesn't quite align with how you see God, or or even maybe what you've heard from us on stage. Because in fact, at Gateway Youth, we talk a lot about how to step into the purpose that God has for you. And how that does involve change and challenge and trying to look a little bit more like Jesus every day. And you might have interpreted those things as hoops or obstacles that you need to clear before you can be close to God. But that is not the case and I want you to be clear on that. Let me lay it out for you. God wants a relationship with you first. So that, as you get to know him, you want to spend more time with him. And so that, as you experience his freedom and his peace and his purpose, 
then you'll want to share it with other peoples and know more of it in your life. Changing our behavior doesn't get us to God. It's our response to already being close to him. Let's take a dumb example, right? I do stuff for my friends. I'm sure you do. The other day, one of my friends calls me. He knows I'm a massive nerd. He's got a technical problem that needs to be solved. He rings me, Singe, how do I sort this thing out? I don't really have an answer for him. Take 10 minutes, hop on Google, sort it out, ring him up, pretend that I came up with it all by myself. If you're a technical person out there, you understand. Um, I found a solution for him. He's happy days, right? It's a pretty boring story. It was supposed to be. That's okay. But here's the thing. I didn't do it so that we would be friends or in my mind so that I could like take the next step on the friendship ladder with him, whatever that means. I just made that up. Not to specifically, not specifically to magically increase our friendship. I naturally did it for him because we're already friends, just like you would do for your friends. I like him. He's a good friend. So of course I'm happy to help. And the outcome of a bunch of those actions from me and from him over years of what have caused us to be really good friends. And you all know what I'm talking about here. Like, you're not, you don't try it. You just do stuff for your friends because you are friends. And the same goes for spending time hanging out. Usually you don't, like, go out of your way specifically to spend time with a friend so that you can climb the imaginary friendship ladder that I just invented. You spend time with a friend because you're already friends, and it grows from there. And that's kind of how it's supposed to be with God. So let's go back to the roller coaster because I haven't really answered the question specifically of how does knowing that God is close and trusting Him help us to avoid that roller coaster in life or in our relationship with God? Does He smash down the roller coaster so that we don't have to deal with the ups and downs of life? Of course not. I would never tell that, say that to you because it's not true. But I believe that when we take hold of the fact that God is already close, it takes a lot of the pressure off. When we invite him to share life with us, we can rest in him. We can feel secure in him. It means there's no need to be on a roller coaster with God, at least, of feeling further and closer to him, of feeling closer or further away on different days from his promises of peace and forgiveness and purpose. Here's the thing. Your experience of God may change over time. Sometimes we feel closer to God and sometimes we feel further away. Who hears ever? We've already said, we've, all, we've had that feeling, some of us. But faith is not just that emotion or that feeling. In fact, I believe that faith is at the intersection of facts and feelings, that there's actually two sides to faith. Sometimes you may not feel the feelings part of faith, and that's Okay. And in fact, some of you might have been wrestling with this in the last couple of weeks since camp, going, where did that feeling go? I don't feel the same as I did on camp. I don't feel the same as I did in the night program. What happened to that? Am I not close to God anymore? That's when you put your faith in the facts. The experiences that you know you have had, the experiences that others share with you, and God's promises that never change. There has to be a side to your faith of what you know is true about God, what you know are the facts about God, even when you're not feeling that special emotion that you feel at other times. 
But why does that happen? Why doesn't God give us that feeling all the time? Why isn't it that intense for our entire lives? I don't have a single clear answer for you, and I'm very confident that nobody has a clear answer to that question. And as I often have shared with you, what's the point of God if there isn't some mystery to how he works? But again, the Bible, our handbook for knowing God, says this. It's pretty rude, by the way. Don't overlook the obvious here, friends. See what I mean? A little bit rude. Don't overlook the obvious here, friends. With God, one day is as good as a thousand years and a thousand years as a day. God isn't late with his promises as some measure lateness. He's just giving everyone space and time to change. I think that God responds to the fact that if we lived on that spiritual high for our entire lives, it would be draining to us. We need time to process and we need time to form these facts so that when we are speaking to other people, we can tell them not just based on feelings, but based on our logic and our intellect, why we follow God and what we believe about him. Whether you're leaning on facts or feelings right now, God is still right there with you. The hoops have been cut down and nobody is putting them back up. By the way, if you've never talked to anybody about what it means to follow God or how to start that journey, please feel free to talk to one of us leaders. We'd be more than happy to talk to you about that. Here's the thing. Even though the hoops are cut down and we are close to God, he's as close as you want him to be, life will still have its ups and downs. But if you start to get that no matter what is happening in your life and no matter how you feel at a given moment, that God is always constant, God is always standing right beside you, and that his promises are true, you'll slowly start to realize and slowly start to believe that you can lean on him. You'll be able to handle anything when you learn how to lean on God. No matter what is happening, has happened to you, or will happen to you, whatever life throws at you, you can handle it. Because God is near. Thanks for listening to this message from Gateway Family Church. We hope you join us again for another great message next week. For more information or to contact us, head to gateway.asn.au.